Hey, chiropractors, we're ready for another modern chiropractic marketing show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. All right, welcome to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, and I've got an interview with someone that I've enjoyed getting to know over the years. Uh, We've met in person, we've chatted on the phone. He's a big part of the Chiropractic Success Academy as far as being, uh, you know, just an active player in that group. And he's someone that I respect a lot because he's been through some things with practice. Uh, This is Dr. Joe Danke, and we're going to get into that as far as what he dealt with, uh, with one of the hurricanes. He's outside of Houston, Texas. And uh, he's just a great example of a chiropractor, of a doctor that's doing very effective, consistent, and well-rounded content marketing and and really has implemented a content marketing strategy for his practice that has worked and it has helped him immensely to, to grow. And he's not someone that's just hit a grand slam on one platform and has a million YouTube followers or anything like that. But what he's done is created very valuable content, distributed effectively, and has really implemented that total web presence that I talk about. And so we dive into that today and just kind of, um, you know, pick his brain a little bit on what he's done, what's worked, you know, make it a little more applicable. I think sometimes on this podcast, you know, I obviously have interviewed a lot of people. This is episode 155, and a lot of those have been interviews, probably probably 80 of them or 90 of them or something. I know I do a lot of solo episodes too, but you know, I do interview a lot of experts and stuff like that. And sometimes we uh, get people on here that aren't necessarily in the trenches doing it for their practice. Uh, Obviously I am. um, So I tried to give some, some of that perspective, but uh, I want to start having some more guests on that are uh, applying it to their practice and seeing the results because there's a lot of people out there that are. Okay. And so we have a great interview this is actually, as I uh, recorded this, uh, my last my last day in the office uh, for probably a month. Um, you know, obviously we're in the middle. Of the, I'm recording this on the 19th of March. This doesn't come out till probably April 2nd if you're listening to it as the day it releases. But we're going through this whole coronavirus thing. Uh, my wife is about 37 weeks pregnant. We're keeping the practice open. Everything's pretty good. Uh, down here so far. We're starting to see a little bit of the slowing down, but ultimately I made a decision to take an early paternity leave. And instead of two weeks, it's probably going to be a month. My biggest concern is, uh, you know, I don't want to get, I don't think I would, but I don't want to take the chance of uh, of getting sick and then getting my wife sick, obviously being pregnant. And then um, potentially not, if I were to not be able to go to the hospital and watch my first child be born. So it was just a personal decision. I had great conversations with my team, with, uh, Dr. Chris Govea, who is my uh, other chiropractor here in the Boca Raton office, and he's going to take the reins. I have full confidence in him and excited to see how he takes that next step in his growth pattern as a young associate. So, you know, I'm going to have a lot of time on my hands, but I'm not going to just be dilly-dallying, going to be effective and and try to get some more marketing strategies done, some readings, things I haven't been able to do, but I'm going to try. The, the point I'm bringing this up is twofold. One is I'm going to stick to a routine. Uh, so if you find yourself being self-quarantined and you or closing your practice for a couple of weeks, I highly recommend maintaining some sort of routine. So I'm going to get up in the morning, you know, have some coffee, 
do a little bit of journaling. I'm going to, I'm going to journal this experience of, of everything, what we're going through. I'm just going to journal each morning for probably 10, 15 minutes, uh, do some reading. Then I'm going to work out at home. All the gyms are closed in my area. I think most of uh, your areas as well. So I can't go to the gym. So I'm going to work out at home. Then I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take some client calls. I'm still, you know, obviously with a lot of the chiropractors I'm working with right now, um, a lot of scary times. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to have at least a two hour block each day of some deep work. I'm going to try to get two of those two hour blocks done and really just dive into some of the stuff I haven't been able to. You know, I, I haven't shared this with a lot of people, but one of my goals, I'm, I'm 40 years old now, but my goal by 45 is to take six weeks off in the summer uh, with my family and 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 kind of live in a different city in Europe or anywhere, America, somewhere different, but a lot of it will probably be Europe. I uh, just traveled there a lot, really enjoy it there. Not right now, right? <laughs> but ultimately immerse into that culture. So, you know, we had picked, we've picked year one being, uh, Paris and uh, year two being Florence. So let's just take uh, Florence and and really just uh, immerse into that culture. I would, I'd like to learn the cooking, the history more. I'm big into history. Kids would get some language lessons and really just try to immerse into that that city, that that area for six weeks. So that's down the road. I've uh, I've really detailed that well, very clear on what I want to do with that. And so I bring that up because now I'm kind of in a scenario like that. That was one of the biggest fears is like, could I take that type of time away from the practice? Uh, well, right now I'm going to essentially be doing close to that. And so it's kind of like a test run. And so uh, this is a challenging time for a lot of people, but there's going to be some capabilities that you're going to gain out of this that is going to serve you well in the future. And so this is one of them uh, for me is to potentially, um, you know, be confident and be able to do that six week trip in the future because I will have uh, accomplished it this year, hopefully. And that's the goal. Uh, second part is, is, uh, and I kind of mentioned it is, is pick, start writing out all those projects that you've just been procrastinating on all those things, macros in your EHR system or that blog you wanted to write or figuring out a billing issue thing, or just like whatever it's been, you know, you just been putting it on the back burner. You all, you know what it is. And, and have that ready. And then when if you have to stay home, if you have to close a practice for a week or two, have that ready to start working on. I don't want you to get bored and, and complacent. So you got to stay in action and that'll help get uh, through this. So that was a little bit of a long intro, but just wanted to update you on that. Uh, I still will be available. Reach out if you need help. So let's dive into this conversation with Dr. Joe Denke. Let's take a break from today's episode and announce our first sponsor. This is going to be Propel Marketing and Design. I've known Darcy Sullivan for years. We've worked hand in hand on my websites. I don't trust anybody else to do this search engine optimization. She does a great job. There's there's so much to it. A lot of a lot of the lingo and the words are beyond my uh, comprehension, but it's just amazing work that she does. And if you're really going to get results with Google, you have to make sure your website is SEO optimized. And I really don't want you doing it yourself as a chiropractor. So you, you just have to have this type of stuff done. And if you're looking to get more organic online traffic that pulls in new patients, Propel Marketing and Design is currently offering chiropractors who listen to this podcast a free SEO website review. The free review will help you uncover methods that will improve your website and boost your search engine visibility. Head over to propelyourcompany.com slash chiropractor and schedule your free SEO website review. 
You won't regret it. She gets great results. Your website needs this. Your search results need this. Head on over there to propelyourcompany.com slash chiropractor to get your free SEO website review. All right, Joe, thanks for your time today. I really appreciate it. Before we dive into the fun and we're going to really, you know, get onto the content marketing side of things and get into the trenches of it. Tell us a little bit about yourself, both uh, personally and professionally. All right. Well, first, thanks for having me. Um, I'm really honored to be part of the show. And um, yeah, personally, I've uh, been in, well, that's professionally, but I've been in practice for going on 10 years. And uh, I'm a husband and father of three and uh, enjoy the active lifestyle and keeping myself healthy and that type of thing. Um, professionally, I've been, like I said, in practice 10 years on my, uh, have my own practice for eight, um, have an associate and two massage therapists run kind of a exercise physiologist, have more of a sports oriented type practice. And, um, yeah, so I, I'm, I think I'm a little bit different than some of your, some of your other guests. I feel as though I'm no different than any other chiropractor out there. I don't have anything special. I don't have a, my own company that I'm selling things or I'm not here to market anything. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've just, I'm just a guy doing the, all the good stuff that everybody is, uh, is trying to do. And, and I'm hoping that I do it well enough. I, I feel like I do it okay, but uh-huh. That's because I followed all the stuff that, that, uh, that you tell people to do. So. Well, I appreciate that. And, and you are special. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. That's what my mom said. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I, I wanted to have you on because you know, I want to have some more docs on that are actually applying content marketing and content marketing strategy to the practice and start to tease that out a little bit and just say, okay, what's working for you? You know, let's get to the real world side of this and how it does apply, right? Yeah. And so first, before we we do that, just tell me, give me a little bit of an inside look of your practice. Like if someone were to come in as a new patient, what what type of uh, practice do you have? Yeah, so we are uh, basically like an injury and recovery practice. So our number one goal is to get people out of pain as quickly as possible and, and give them the tools to help manage their own success from there forward. So Let's say, you know, however they find us, they come in, they'll set an appointment with either me or my associate and, um, and they'll come in, we'll do a, uh, an exam um, mm-hmm. and we'll go ahead and go over the, the report of findings, if you will, right, right there, right after the exam and uh, start the treatment on day one, as long as that's warranted. And even if they're in a lot of pain or we may look getting an MRI, we're going to start doing something on day one. And then we give them a short course of treatment plan. Um, I don't usually like to recommend anything farther than about three or four weeks. And then we'll do a re-exam and assess what goals have been met and what needs to be accomplished further and, and, and go from there. And, um, you know, you talk a lot about before, during, and after marketing, and we're definitely hitting on all of those after they've, after they've come in for sure. Perfect. So remind me again, when did you open up your own practice? I opened in 2012, so this year, actually, in two weeks from now, which I don't know how long your uh, airtime is, but by the time this posts, April 2nd, I will be on my own or have my own practice for uh, eight years. All right. April 1st is actually my 10-year anniversary of my own own practice. It's an interesting time to have my 10-year anniversary of a practice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Given what we're going through. So, um all right, perfect. And then when would you say, if you had to guess, 
what year did you did you really start to implement some of the content marketing strategies? Oh, I would say probably like three years ago, if I had to put numbers on it. I don't know. How long have you been doing the modern chiropractic marketing? The, yeah, the Facebook group started in August of 2016, and then the podcast would have been April of 2017. Yeah, and I don't know where I found you first, whether it be, it might have been the podcast, but, mm-hmm. I, and I don't know how long I've been a member of that, but um when I first started getting into more uh, about what you were saying, I was like, man, this, this makes sense. I need to start doing this. Mm -hmm. So it's been, we'll say three or four years. Perfect. And then you were kind enough to shoot us a little story of transformation video last year. And one of the things you had discussed was what you went through with the hurricane. Was it Harvey? Yeah. Hurricane Harvey. Yeah. Yeah, Could you just kind of tell us that story a little bit? Yeah. So I started my practice in 2012 and like I was saying, kind of, Growing um, slowly over time, I guess we'll just call it like natural growth. And then we, we suffered from Hurricane Harvey. My office had a foot of water in it and the whole town was flooded. And um, I just felt like uh, if I didn't have an office, I didn't have a job. And, and after that, I wanted to grow as a business and as a company and become obviously more well-known and more trusted in the community. And I think probably during that time, uh, when I had that downtime, it's when I really started to go, okay, I need to, I need to do more online. I need to do, I need to put better information out there. And, and I had about five weeks between when my office flooded and when I could get back in my office. And uh, and I practiced part time here and there, but uh, mm-hmm. but I had that extra time to really spend to to learn a lot from you and some other sources online, and and it really uh, turned my marketing around completely. And when I did get back in my office, my, my whole practice was kind of revamped and, and, and I, I became busier than I ever thought I would be. Yeah, perfect. And, and so do you think content marketing has not only helped grow your practice, but kind of recover a little bit quicker from, oh, from that? Uh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. I, we, we flooded um, the last week of August. And if you would have said, hey, you're going to flood, and then you're going to be busier than you've ever been. And you're going to hire an associate within three or four months out of that. Ah, you're crazy. But that's exactly what happened. Yeah. You know, and I, and I love the story. I mean, we never want to go through stuff like that. Right. Yeah. But it's going to happen. And obviously we're in a situation, this is being recorded on what, March 18th of 2020. So we're in the you know throes of this coronavirus thing. And I don't want to make this episode about that, but right. I think your story is proof that if you get in action, we're going to have some downtime, whether we have to close or not, you're going to be slower. You're going to have more time on your hands. So if you start getting in action on content marketing, which we'll outline here in a minute, your, your recovery time is going to be all that quicker, right? hundred percent. One hundred percent. And you probably feel well equipped to go through this little issue we're going to have here, right? I do. Yeah. With the, with the previous history of, of my office flooding and being out of the office for five weeks, you know, I, I feel like I've been through it before. I can obviously do it again. And now I'm more prepared for that than I was then. And I know the steps that, that need to be taken to keep my head above water. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, some people I know, they probably already feel like they're drowning and we're only a week or two into it. But, you know, I, I, I have a lot of confidence that everything is going to be okay. And I know the steps to take to do that. Perfect. Yeah, that's great. And so I want to um, ask you, we'll kind of start from the top and we'll go from there, but what would you say is the one marketing uh, aspect that you do for your practice that's really 
helped you in your community? So just to put a general statement on it, I would say just putting good, trusted, good information on the internet. Um, you know, the putting good information out there is the number one thing that I've done. Now, like you've described the vehicle, whether that be uh, what platform we use, um, I, I would say that I have more success on Instagram, mm -hmm. but you know, we're putting different content out there on different platforms and, uh, and, and, and everyone, a lot of my patients who come in, oh, I saw this, this was great. I love that y'all do this. And, you know, people are seeing us on different platforms, but I would say in ge a general statement is just putting good quality information on the internet somewhere. Yeah. And I would say you, you abide by kind of that total web presence aspect where you're creating good content, whether it's a video or it's written or whatever, and then you're distributing it well. Um, I know you're doing a lot with video and YouTube, correct? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Not as much as some, but we're doing it. We're mm -hmm. I'm, I'm try to keep up with it. It is it is a little bit more difficult because YouTube is uh, more of a long format, and yep. so you've you've got to have a little bit more assistance there. And if you're going to do it yourself, it also takes a lot of time and effort. And so, thankfully, I've been able to get help with that, and somebody helps me. And so, it doesn't take my time and effort. But you've got to have the patient who's going to say, "Okay, yeah, you can," you know record my treatment and they've got to be okay with it. It takes longer. And so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there's other, obviously other ways you can, can do video, but no, it's good. I think you're, you're doing a lot with the different platforms and it's helping you out. I think one of the mistakes people think to themselves is they have to become a YouTube star or they have to be an Instagram star. And like you said, early on, I have had some of those people on as guests and, and highlighting some of the ones that are, you know, sh that struck lightning in a bottle on a certain right. platform. Right. But right. I think the, the vast majority of people aren't going to necessarily become huge, uh, you know, stars on a platform. It could happen. And I'm not, you know, against that. I think that's great if you can do that, but you have to assume that's not going to be you and you could still create a lot of content, distribute it in many ways and just get that total web presence effect. And I would, probably say that's been your strong suit for sure yeah and i at this point you know the the um the youtube thing it it, it was like a fancy a fancy gem that you wanted right so mm. you see some other people that are getting a lot of attention on there and that's great but i i feel like at this point the people that are getting all the attention are going to be the ones that are continue to to get all the attention you know they're doing different things and so people are oh let me let me oh my god this is crazy it's like watching yeah. a train wreck I don't care about that. What I, um, and I was just talking about this with, with the guy who does all this stuff, YouTube stuff for mm -hmm. me is, I don't care about that. I want to be on the Google search results. Yes. I want to be, when somebody types in chiropractor friendswood for back pain or whatever, I want to be on Google search results. And I am now. When you, when you type in that, and if, at least if you're in my area, I have three to four videos that pop up on the first page. Um, for a chiropractor and friends would. Yep. Yep. That's huge. And it's, you know, when you break down that total web presence, it's, you know, you're going to have your local search and you're going to have your organic search. And that's kind of what you're talking about now is when they type in something organically because you've created the content, Google owns YouTube, which really helps. You're going to get that. And then you're going to have the third kind of aspect is going to be social media. And that does filter in too. Like if you're doing really well on Facebook and Instagram, that's going to kind of go into that also. 
And, right. you know, with the, with the local search, you're going to claim your listings. You know, you would do want to make sure you build out your Yelp page and your Google My Business and all that type of stuff and then start creating that content consistently getting out there you're going to find your Google results are going to go up quite a bit. And, and obviously you're probably getting new patients from Instagram as well. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it's a bit of a, a more of a younger crowd from mm-hmm. Instagram, but that's, you know, that's who's on Instagram and, and that's kind of who we're targeting there as well. But um, we, we've definitely gotten new patients from Instagram. Yeah, that's a, it's a big one. You know, demographically you're right. You know, like if you're targeting, 50 and 60 year old golfers. I don't know if Instagram is going to be your platform. I still think it's a great platform for golf. You know, there's definitely younger golfers and such. Sure. And there's a lot you can do with that platform, but um, yeah, you got to definitely do that. You know, and then just, I think a, another little sidebar topic is, is sometimes you're going to find a sweet spot. You know, I've started building my practice through Facebook back in 2011 Mm-hmm. And I will admit, I've been kind of slow to the Instagram game for, for my for my practice. My associates kind of picking the slack up for that, but it's just we've done real well with Facebook. You know, our business page has a, uh, like thirty two hundred people on it. Uh, we run Facebook ads or, that are being that are effective. We're, I'm part of some Facebook groups. Like just the kind of ecosystem for me and my practice has really helped out. So I've really put a lot of my attention on that, but it doesn't mean we're not doing Instagram. We're definitely shooting video, putting on YouTube and, and doing all that. And I feel like you're doing a lot of those things as well. Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely trying to, to keep up with it and it, it is a little bit of work, but it's by far worth it. Well, you know, like to grow a practice, it's going to take work, right? Oh yeah. And then once it gets going, you can, you can delegate out like you're delegating out to a video person and you're writing that check and I'm sure you're writing other checks to have some other people do it. But early on, you, you're going to have to do it yourself. And then from there you need to get up, come up with a strategy of delegation. Yeah. And you know, when, when you're, when you're busy in practice and then you want to take on all these other things um, and these different projects to help yourself grow, I think I got to the point where I was like, I, I realized when my wife told me like, you're, you're working on this at night when you get home and you're working on this on the weekend and the morning. And then I had, she's constantly, you know, griping at me, come on, let's go do something. <laughs> I'm like, hold on. As soon as I finish editing this YouTube video. And then finally I was just like, all right, I'm no YouTube pro. I've done it enough now. And now, you know, I'm busy enough in, in the office that I don't, I don't want to do this anymore because I'd rather enjoy my free time. So yeah. Let's give it up. But, you know, you, you've talked a lot about delegation as well. And sometimes I tend to hang on to things um, a little bit more than I should. Mm-hmm. But but it does come as a huge relief whenever you can do all that and learn it and then hand it off to somebody who's better at you than at it because that's their thing. And then yeah. you can go back to focusing on your thing that you're good at. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. And, you know, you don't have to give me an exact number, but do you have an ad spend? Do you like, do you spend money on Facebook ads, on Google ads or anything like that? No, actually right now I do not. It's been a couple of years. I have not run any Facebook ads or Google ads as of right now. I don't, um, I haven't really needed to, to be quite honest with you. Which is cool. I feel like all the rest of the things that I'm doing on social media has, mm-hmm. has worked well enough. I have done, I have done some uh, Facebook advertisements and, um, I was, we were making some money on it, but mm-hmm. I didn't feel like it was worth the amount that I was putting out there. And mm-hmm. I was like, ah, it's just not, 
not enough meat on the bone, we'll say, you know, mm-hmm. like if you put out a thousand and make 1200, like what happens in the next month when you don't? So it, it wasn't for me at the moment. And also the company that I was working with told me that the ad spend in my area, because I am right outside of Houston and yeah. it's, a, it's a big market and an expensive market. And they said the, uh, the ad cost for me was higher than almost any market they had worked with before mm-hmm. and it was a it was a national company so you know going with that it was just costing me a lot to run the ads yeah i think every situation is different and yeah if you find sure. yourself in a big area you know like i being in south florida you know i don't even bother with auto accident google ads because i just yeah. can't i can't compete down here yeah the attorneys have all the money <laughs> in the world on that yeah they do and so it's just like i don't even mess with it but um yeah you got to figure out what works for you best obviously for some, I, I do think there's a lot of value in some paid ads and a lot of circumstances, especially if you get to you know know your numbers and, and do all the math of it and figure that out. But um, one of the cool things about when you do consistently get your content out there, there's a lot of free ways of getting it out there, isn't there? You know, like, sure, sure. that's the thing some people forget is like they go right to paying money for it. It's like, well, there's a lot of free vehicles out there. You just got to create good, compelling content consistently leverage those channels and you'll get results. And that's why I don't like that whole thing when people say, Oh, you got to spend 10% of your revenue on ad on marketing. And it's like, man, if you're, you know, if you're bringing in 40,000 a month in revenue, you, you know, that's $4,000 a month on marketing. But that's just lazy math. A lot of times it's like mm-hmm. you might be able to get the same results or better results with maybe a 4% or 5% marketing budget uh, just because you're doing a better job of marketing. Right. Yeah. It's all efficiency. And, and like, like you said, I don't, I don't spend a whole lot on, uh, on, on advertising, but I will say that I probably spend more on patient follow-up marketing or, or inpatient uh, or during marketing, right? That's yep. your term is during mm-hmm. marketing. Like we'll do, um, we've done t-shirts and I'll, I'll give the t-shirts away. I mean, yep. I don't, I'm not going to charge somebody $10 for my shirt, but I'll give it away. I bought it for eight. And we'll give it to them. Yeah, and then we'll we'll obviously they wear it around town. These are young, these are young active individuals that we're treating. They'll wear it to the gym. People will see it with them on. We'll say, here, whenever you wear this, you know, tag us in your post when you wear this. Uh, you know, all these young fit people like taking selfies in the gym, so why not just tag us in your post? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, that's that's that becomes free marketing for me after I've given them an eight dollar shirt. Yeah, and and it and it didn't cost me that much, and people love love getting free shirts especially when it looks like more like a fitness wear type shirt and that's that's what they enjoy so yeah it doesn't you don't have to break the bank and it doesn't have to be direct paid advertising to get new patients it can just be the the um, the marketing to keep the patients that you already have liking you and referring to you Yep, definitely. And you know, like you mentioned that uh, kind of before, during and after unit of marketing, it's a a Dean Jackson thing. And he's a marketing guy. And I talk a lot about it. But just for the audience out there, obviously, new patient marketing is big. That's before unit. that's before they've ever even touched, you know, any touch points to your practice, whether it's calling, schedule online, coming in the office. The during unit is during the beginning of their active care and the end of it. And after unit is when they're no longer under active care and you maybe they're not in your office at all. You're still staying top of mind. And there's a whole lot of strategies to that. But when you focus on all three of them, you know, and I run, when I work with chiropractors on marketing, I run them through a checklist for that for each phase. If you're, if you're being consistent with all three phases, then it does allow you to decrease your marketing 
uh, budget and get better results because it's not only about new patients. Like everybody gets that mistake. It's like, oh, I got to, it's all about new patients. It's, it's not, it's, it's about, yeah, new patients are important, but then it's reactivations, it's patient retention and all that good marketing and touch points help uh, improve all three aspects. Absolutely. And, um, you know, we, we do, uh, email, we do a weekly email and, okay. uh, and, and I think you put out something earlier this week on, on one of your um, Facebook groups on what you were going to do this week, mm-hmm. being that we are dealing with this coronavirus issue and how you were going to step up your, your, uh, online marketing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I had already planned that myself. So I've sent out two emails this week to my whole list. Um, and I think I, there's, I think there's 2,500 emails that get an email weekly Mm-hmm. And so on Monday, we sent out an email um, about what we're doing for patients as far as pre-screening, as far as taking care of things in the office and making sure that patients feel comfortable coming in. Yeah. Well, I immediately had people call, oh my gosh, I'm so glad y'all are open. And then yeah. today being Wednesday, so I wanted, to, I wanted to hit them a few more times during this time. So today mm-hmm. um, I sent out five, we, we, shot, we did a Facebook Live yesterday morning five easiest exercises you can do at home because everybody's supposed to be at home yep. for, for lower back pain. So we shot that live, posted it on Facebook. I emailed it out this morning. And then we had two people that clicked the link in the email to schedule mm-hmm. for today. So now they're coming in this afternoon. And this was all done with an email and a Facebook post. And I've got four or five patients coming in this week that I didn't have. And it didn't take me five extra minutes to, to do this. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's great. You know, and that's the thing is like, I want chiropractors to be consistently doing this, even when it starts to get tough right now, but that's an example of how you can, you know, like just kind of cultivate some office visits by providing value and content through an email list. Yeah, absolutely. I, I have a friend who, who's never, he takes emails on his intakes, but he doesn't do anything with him. And I, I, I could slap him a few times <laughs> like, man, you have to do this. You have to do this. It's so easy. Every time I, I check my analytics on, um, I use MailChimp and yeah. I, I, you can see who clicks on what, and you can, you can see that people click on the self scheduler button. And then now they're scheduled to come in that same day or next day. You're like, wow, yeah. that's yeah. satisfying. I know that my efforts right there just got me two or three patients that come back in just by reminding them, Hey, we're here for you. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, you could even take it a step further where uh, you can upload that email list into a Facebook audience. And so anybody with the email address that's uh, affiliated with that Facebook account for them, they go into an audience. So if you plugged in 2,500 emails, maybe, I don't know, 1,250 of them, have that email with that Facebook account. Now you got an audience of just your people that have been in your office. So you could even run that same content through social media, just targeting those people. And so maybe that'll help with some top of mind awareness through this whole thing. So you might, I do this anyway, like that's just part of my, my marketing strategy all the time. But now with this coronavirus thing, I'll probably have that continue with some of the things like different strategies uh, at home ergonomics because a lot of people are, are now working from home. So there's a lot of different topics you can have that would be useful for them. And you could just target through social media, the people that have already been in your office. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we talked about paid ads a little bit ago and I, I did forget, and I think I brought this up with you before on a, on a previous call that we had, but we did earlier this year, my associate, and he's only a year and a half into practice. 
Mm-hmm. And after the new year, you know, we, I expect things to slow down a little bit and he got pretty slow and I was like, all right, let's, let's run an ad to help, help you bring in some new patients. So I did an ad and of course you run an ad on, on Instagram, but Instagram's owned by Facebook. So you set up the ad on Facebook mm-hmm. and I set it up to only run an Instagram stories mm-hmm. and you can do a 15 second story, but you can also, you can do three of them in a row and it's one ad. So it's a 45 second ad, but you can, you could just do 15 seconds if you wanted. So beginning of the year, uh, Houston marathon runners, triathletes, that kind of thing, they're training in the cooler weather. So we targeted that. We used one of the girls that works here in the office, kind of just showed her um, running on a track. Um, and then with some words at the bottom and, and swipe up to uh, book your appointment today for a free uh, running assessment. And so he ended up getting three new patients out of that in in a week, which I think it cost me about a hundred bucks. And then one of those ladies uh, brought in her son later in the week. So we ended up getting four new patients for a hundred bucks on an Instagram story ad. That's amazing. Let me take a break from the podcast for a minute, and I want to discuss my clinic, Health Fit Chiropractic and Sports Recovery, Boca Raton, Miami, Florida. We got two offices, and we just redid our site. We hired John Morrison and his team at Get Clear Sites to give us a great look, a clear message, compelling content. And, you know, I just love working with John, and and I know many of you do as well. John specializes in working with chiropractors, and he's got great pricing packages for all budgets. John promised me that if you mention the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show or MCM, he will give you a great deal on your new site. So take a look at getclearsites.com and schedule a demonstration of their amazing platform. You won't regret it. It's user-friendly, looks amazing, and just is going to be a game changer for your practice. What else are you doing marketing-wise? I mean, I I hate to make this show about uh, some of the coronavirus thing, but uh, the reality of it is, I know that you're the type of chiropractor, and the, you know, you are probably getting out in the community a lot too. But that's kind of not going to be able to happen right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. So, uh, is there anything else that you're doing, or any words of advice you have for chiropractors out there as far as staying consistent and preventing that overwhelm of of creating and managing the content? Yeah. So one thing that we're doing, of course, like you said, not right now, is we do try to touch base in these offices and mm-hmm. and, gym, and gyms as well. Um, the gym, g- the gym owners specifically, and then the, the personal trainers that work there secondarily. Yeah. But one thing that we did uh, here recently is there's an all women's gym down the street, mm-hmm. and we and I I like these little uh, think bars. Have you ever seen those in the grocery store? Yeah. Absolutely. There, I, I eat one for dessert, the s'mores flavor. It's phenomenal. <laughs> uh, so I bought a, I bought two boxes of those and uh, and took them over there to this all women's gym, mm-hmm. and uh, and I said they they had referred us a uh, patient not too long before that, and so I took them down there. Hey, thanks. Yeah, I want to give you all these. You can set them out on your counter for the members or keep them for yourself. Whatever. I love them. They're great. Just wanted to say thanks. And it and it's little things like that. Of course, yeah, we're gonna take a few cards with it. Mm-hmm. We had a running list of uh, MDs that we had gotten some referrals from. I think we had four on the list that had each sent a patient within the last week or two. We went to Tiff's Treats. Have you heard of that? Do y'all have no, one of those? we don't have that. Uh, it's a, well, it's an online cookie delivery place, and uh, there there are a lot of them all over Houston. But the cookies come in a like a little micro oven box. It, mm-hmm. Somebody delivered them to me for my birthday. Okay. And they come, 
they come warm. They mm-hmm. come warm. It, they're phenomenal. Hmm. So um, I had one of my girls go and pick up four or five boxes from one of the local places. You can have them mail delivered if you want, just with a note on them. But I wanted to give that personal touch of her delivering them with, with our cards to say thank you. Yeah. And, and so it doesn't have to be about like, hey, I, I want you to send me patients. It's more just like, hey, thanks. Here's more of our information. And, and we're doing all the things that sending those MD, uh, those MDs, their primary cares or their orthos or pain management, we're sending them their initial notes. We're um, following up with when they're released. And, and th- that comes just as, a, as another touch with that doctor. Either thanks for the referral, or here, here's some, here's some cookies, and and uh, we hope to get more referrals from you in the future. That's awesome, man. So you guys are doing a lot of different things. I, I like that. How do you prevent the overwhelm? I don't get overwhelmed. <laughs> there you go. It's just, uh, it's my personality. I don't. I've I've always been just cool, calm, collected. Mm-hmm. It may have been become. From, from being a, a former athlete, maybe my parents just beat it into me, um, definitely from my dad's personality, but yeah, I, don't, I just don't get overwhelmed with things. Good. Perfect. I think some people do, especially with creating content, and they kind of give up on it. I guess my advice would be is you, you have to sit down and write out your plan for the month going up to it. Have, have a game plan. And then realize that early on, it's going to be a struggle, but you're going to get better at it and it'll become second nature. Sure. Uh, You know, and I think I'm just going to kind of finish it up with another thought is I I do talk to some older chiropractors as well. And some of them are starting to realize that a lot of the younger docs coming out are, you know, creating a lot of content, some of those in their community and, and getting a ton of, um, traction with it and they're like okay how do i compete with that and so i just bring that up because it's it's working for a lot of docs that are coming into communities and doing it creating the content and getting it done it is working and other chiropractors are seeing that and trying to jump jump on the train so i i think the days of doubting that it works are starting to subside i think when people say it doesn't work or it's not working for them it's most likely honestly they just haven't put enough effort into it, not enough consistency, mm-hmm. haven't spent the time to get better at it. Right. <laughs> right. Yep. Time and consistency. That's, mm-hmm. that's definitely a, the trick. Yep. And then there's resources out there to learn how to do it more effectively and get better at it. So make sure you're doing that as well. Yeah. And going back to your question about being overwhelmed and, I, and my answer to that was I don't get overwhelmed, but what I do is I'm, I'm a big spreadsheet guy. Mm-hmm. So I have an Excel spreadsheet on everything that ever goes through my mind and like the order and the list and had just keeping it organized. Cause yep. it's not going to stay organized in my mind, but if I put it on an, on an Excel spreadsheet, I know where it is. Yeah. And that's probably how I keep myself sane and organized mm-hmm. and not get overwhelmed with, with all of the ideas and, and how to put these things together in all the different formats. So definitely probably, Cool, man. Well, listen, I, I appreciate your time. I, I wanted to, I've been wanting to get you on here. Just come on. I appreciate it. Ask you and because I, I know that uh, you're a great example. It's got a very nice practice that continues to grow, sustains difficulties sometimes, but have been consistent with what uh, we talk about. So I thank you for your time. Yeah, I appreciate all the help that you've uh, given me over the years as well. Well, thank you. I appreciate that.
All right. All right. Have a good one. You too. Thanks for tuning in today. Please be sure to check our redesigned website at www.modernchiropracticmarketing.com. Stay up to date with our blog where content is regularly added by Kevin and guest contributors. You can also access our library of podcast episodes there. Go to www.modernchiropracticmarketing.com and subscribe to the podcast today. This is the podcastfactory.com.